Hello and welcome to Big Talk with Big Jess. Hello, Jess. Hello, Dan. Hello, I'm... I'm well, I'm Dan. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Christmas special of uh, Big Talk with Big Jess, the four-year now I long think it's running... <laughs> Four or five year long Maybe six. No, it's definitely not more than six, but I think it's four or five year podcast. Um, in, in five years, we've outputted... One. One, one well, a pilot episode that Which was... Which was shit. Well, alcohol was consumed. What's changed in four years, Jess? Just for a summary for the people listening, what's changed in four years? Uh, I have two degrees. I'm doing a PhD. Dan is in exactly the same position he was when we did the pilot. <laughs> well, I've stopped drinking since we did the pilot. Yeah, probably the pilot was a cause of it. No, possibly. Um, possibly. I We've both broken up with the men that we were seeing when we made the first podcast. But, I mean, I obviously Izzy anyone. made... No, I meant Izzy made like a brief cameo. Oh, yes, She's no longer seeing that man. Our special guest friend, Izzy Hewitt, who we might get... A word from later. We we may what, what, what? through the power of telecommunications. Okay. We might we might get we might get a brief cameo again. <laughs> I might have carpal tunnel. <laughs> this is how white privileged uh, your host of the day, Jess, is. Is that she has to hold her microphone today, which she never used to have to do, and apparently has carpal tunnel. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, so we're here for the Christmas special. We're going to talk through some of our, our Christmas memories. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just translate everything you say into Spanish. Would that work? I mean, you can give it a go. I'm not going to do that. Okay, good. Right. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about through some of our favourite Christmas films, some of our favourite Christmas people, songs. People, I like Santa. Christmas. I rate Santa. <laughs> I rate He's Santa. He's a good plan. So we're going to be talking about yeah some of our favourite Christmas things, our Christmas memories, Christmas foods, Christmas music. It's a very Christmas-themed um, podcast. So... We're going to start off. This is we're recording this sort of in the Christmas season of this year, twenty nineteen. So we're going to start theme one. We're going to talk about our favourite Christmas films. I like Love Actually because there's boobs. That, <laughs> I'm not taking this. Right, that, this anyway. is that is that your favourite Christmas film? Yeah, I like Love Actually. Mm. See, as a feminist, I, also I like, feel like you shouldn't like Love Actually. I also like The Night Before Christmas, starring Vanessa Hudgens. What a great <laughs> film selection. Seriously? I've never no, seen I've it. I've never seen it. Oh, okay. It just looks really funny. Vanessa Hutchins? Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So it was uh-huh. the, first, the first hairy vagina I ever did see. Back onto the Christmas films you have actually seen. I've seen Love, actually. Right, yeah. Is that it? I don't really watch Christmas films. Have you seen... Um... don't really watch films. That's a lie. I literally don't. I watch more films with you than I've watched with like. Okay, yeah, but then that's pretty much all I do. Yeah. I don't know what my favourite Christmas film would be though. I mean, like Nightmare Before Christmas is obviously like. You've not seen Nightmare Before Christmas? What are you doing on a Christmas podcast? Um, I'm still a big fan of Christmas, Daniel. What's your favourite things about Christmas? I like boots. How do you feel about witches? Very Christmas related, yes. How do I feel about witches? What do you mean? Do I believe in them? Do I... How do I... What do you mean? Do you like them? Do you think you could be friends with a witch? Do you think they're good people? Bad people? I'm friends do you think with you. I'm not a witch, Dan. If I were a witch, you wouldn't exist. I'd be like putting spells on you all the time. I think I'd just make you very different. <laughs> different? Yeah, I'd be in like... In what way? Let's give him an extra, like, foot of height. I'd make you taller. I don't... See, this is the thing, right? There's like... A strive for people to, for, to some reason, be taller. But I quite like being small, and here's some reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pre-prepared speech. <laughs> so, when it comes to hotels, 
or planes or trains or buses being smaller is an inherent advantage because I can fit into smaller spaces and be more comfortable than bigger people. It's just a fact. And if you get a small bed somewhere that you're staying and if you're a tall person, your feet are going to dangle off the edge and get cold. And uh, <laughs> for those that you can't hear, Jess is pointing at her drink and just saying, Bows! I whispered. So yeah, being small. So you can fit into smaller spaces and without uh, any of the pain or shit. Uh, it's easier to play ice, uh, hide and seek because there's less of you to find. Daniel short, not petite. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. We're not friends anymore. Um, big Jeffs, big blow. You can wear children's clothes for longer. Anal hurts less. Well, we, we were talking about height and then it was the Christmas things. I don't know how we got onto height. Let's go back. Where this all began, and talk about Christmas. It so, was a windy night. It was snowing actually. I was going to say you'd had too many beans. <laughs> <laughs> On the twenty second of January, nineteen ninety seven, my mum had just been taken to the hospital because she was giving birth to me. Spoiler! Why are we, <laughs> it's my was, birthday. Yeah, why are we? When I said let's go back to it all again, I was thinking more the birth of our Lord and Savior. Oh no, Jesus. Right, no, okay. So, roughly nine months prior, my mum had too much to drink. <laughs> why? This isn't a therapy session, Jess. Why are we talking about your birth? Why would you talk about my birth in therapy? Ignoring the film aspect of Christmas, because evidently you're a heathen. You are, however. Heathens take it slow. You are, however, um, a, cool. big mu- a, mu- a music fan. Yeah, sometimes I like the music. So, what's your favourite Christmas banging tune? Fairy Tale of New York. Kirsty McCall on the Pogues. But I also like mm-hmm. Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. <gasps> okay, so. Right. And please, I'm... Daddy, don't drink this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's, such, it's called Please Don't Get Drunk at Christmas or something. I've never heard that one. Um, it's funny. You have to um, play us a bit of that. But the, before you do. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. So this is an interesting one because some people either know it and remember it really, really fondly, or by John Denver. Okay, well we'll play it in a second. Um, some people either remember Grandma got run over by a reindeer really fondly, and they're like, "Do you not remember that?" Blah, blah. Well, people are like, "That's made up. That's not real. That's lies." But have you seen the film that it comes from? It's it's a cartoon film. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's weird. A lot of people haven't. I don't know where I where I've seen it. My mum played me the song like way before I watched the film, but I remember watching the film on a Christmas Eve with my mum, and my mum was like, "If only." And I was like, and I thought she meant my nan. Turns out she didn't. She meant like my grandma, who had already been dead many, many years at this point. So it's very confusing. Irrelevant point. But um, from your mum, not you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your mum made an irrelevant point. Yeah, she's weird. Um, I love her. If you're listening, mum, I love you. I'm sorry. We all love your mum. She had fun talking to you yesterday. She was like, Dan's clever, right? And I was like, no. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Anyway, so that's Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer is a song essentially about a, a, a grandma getting run over by a reindeer walking home from our house christmas eve you can do a little rendition of the opening you bit. can say there's no such thing as center but as for me and daniel we believe that was beautiful you see she'd been drinking too much eggnog and we begged her not to go what did she do but she forgot her medication <gasps> and she ran out of the doors into the snow oh, what happened next? well when we found her christmas morning yeah. at the scene of the attack <laughs> she had hoof prints on her forehead <gasps> And incriminating cause marks on her back. Oh my god. Yeah, you see, Grandma got run over by a reindeer walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as centaur. But as for me and Daniel, we believe. I I didn't see this in any of the papers. 
It's a new story. Oh my Breaking god! Breaking news. I'm, I'm unfolding now. Do you reckon that either of the two? Um... BBC have already attributed it to Brexit. <laughs> All the reindeer are leaving to go <laughs> across the border. They just crushed grandma. And Boris Johnson has just said that reindeer look like apples and yeah. letterboxes. Apples so. And letterboxes. And he's, he's mentioned and them giving no a, drive. Rudolph had a red nose because he was a bum boy. That's what Boris he, Johnson it's, said. It's because he had a nose infection. Let's, let's just commit some slander while we're here. Let's just say things about Boris Johnson while we're here. I just want to know why no one has ever purchased him a hairbrush. I, no, let's, let's make... Let's do Boris, some... if you're listening, debate me one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> no one can compel a politician to be debated. But up until now, every leader that we've ever asked has willingly come and debated us. So I tell you, my mum was like, Nick Robinson was rubbish, except she didn't know who he was. Nick she Robinson was like, was fine. Yeah, exactly. She was on the debate. She was like, he just wasn't very good, was he? He didn't like really pin them down to That's answers. Not his job. And I was like, it's he just needs to answer. Like he did really well just, when he yeah. was like, no, you've not answered this. Yeah. And also him so. being like, I'm not, I'm not being funny, Boris. You've spoken way okay. over. Yeah. Corbyn, you need okay. to chill out. Okay, so we're going to just divert from the Christmas thing here. Obviously, as of the time of recording, we're coming up to a general election. On the 12th. On the 12th. So th- by the time this Can podcast goes we have a watching out, party on the 12th? I've got to go to the count. The what? The count. Where's that? In uh, Clements Hall, where, where, they do, where they count the votes. Where are you going? Yeah. Well, I might. I probably won't. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, right. Back to this. So as of the time of recording, the general election hasn't happened. It will do by the time this goes out, so you'll know to look four one. days. So currently, I think the Tories are eight points ahead in the yeah, I'm. I'm really genuinely terrified. To clarify, we're not late. We're not. We're not Tory supporters. We're not Tories. We're not. We're not Labour supporters either. either. I'm technically aligned with the Lib Dems and a member of their party, um, but uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not enthusiastic about it really. Anymore. I'm not enthusiastic about any of them anymore. No. But are you left leaning? I wouldn't say you are. I'd say you were definitely right leaning. <laughs> no, I don't. I think I am on some things. Economically, I'm right. Yeah, I think there's some economic policies that I would be interested in exploring with, like, the Tories, if they had actually fucking costed their manifesto in any way. Well, I mean, the only party that the um, Institute of Fiscal Studies said that was plausible was was mine. Well, the Lib Dems. Yeah. Yeah, which is interesting. But um, essentially, yes, we don't know who's going to win the election. It's probably going to be... I My my guess is a hung parliament. I think it'll be a Tory minority government. What do you think? That's my... my... It's not... Yeah, they're not going to get a majority... Do you think it'll be Tories? Yeah, but I think they they're gonna have to. Um, it's gonna be based on the Lib Dems as to who will form. I well, Lib Dems. With them. I can't ever imagine Lib Dems siding with Tories again. I don't no, think, exactly. I don't think happen, but, but I also can't see them siding with Labour. I don't think they'll do it just because of Jeremy Corbyn. And obviously, Nicola Sturgeon says she won't do it unless they guarantee them a another Scottish independence vote. I don't think Corbyn might want to do another Scottish independence vote. However, um, if it's if it allows him to create a party, if it allows him to actually create a like a parliament, I think he'll do it. He'll it's sell his soul for it. The, the thing is, he's he him and the Labour Party have come out and said that in the first, I think the, he said something about like the first few years or in the immediate mm. future of the party. So he's been very vague about it, which has obviously left him headroom to eventually. Yeah. Give them a thing. I don't think it, it's particularly on Jeremy Corbyn's agenda to. To allow or deny Scottish independence, it's really not particularly important to him. But uh, I mean, but he will the SNP wanna... hold the balance? But ultimately, it comes down to how big is the minority, how big a difference is there, how much support do they need? If the Tories are eight points ahead, yeah, but you got to remember as well, polls are just unreliable. Yeah, they did. Um, the YouGov poll put Johnson winning the debate at fifty-two to, to, 48. to forty-eight, I and I was, was like, I thought that was so funny. It's just um, the magic number in politics now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, forty-eight. So decisive. Um, 
But I was like, if that's YouGov, like, think of the actual type of people that vote on YouGov polls. Mm. It's not like, it's not me and They're you. quite broad. I, 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 do you not vote on YouGov? I don't vote on, you, I I do. don't vote on YouGov. I don't I have, have anyone that votes on YouGov. Oh. Um, I vote, I if done. I'm going to vote for them, I'm going to vote on them on, like, different poll sites. Because I'm not going to go on specifically, like, to go on the internet to be like, okay, get me a poll up vote. Oh yeah, no. I'd, but if there's I a poll on the email, internet, no, no, no. If there's a poll on the internet, then it's there. I will vote it. But I'm not going to specifically search it. And I don't know anyone who does. Um, so I'd be like mm, unsure about what the polls are really saying because I personally thought Boris Johnson did horribly in that debate. I kind of yeah, but I it, thought I, he was so weak. I kind of think they were both just. It they was weren't a, good. It was the end of the campaign. It's just here's a brief summary of everything we've been saying for the entire campaign, and there's nothing new basically. Um, I just think politics right now is unengaging, uninspiring, and 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 pretty vapid. Vapid's the right word, isn't it? I mean, what did you mean by it? like shallow? Yeah, like empty. Just yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's not really many inspiring political figures about at the moment. Other than you, Daniel. Oh, of course. Failed Lib Dem council candidate. Hashtag Dan Adam 2020. He'll be running for um president of the world. Of the world, yeah. Um, King of Europe. What's more, if you were <laughs> serious, question. yeah. If you were like I don't know, like emperor of the world, and mm. you could implement like one life-changing policy across the world, and I understand this is very like obviously different policies apply to different places. Every area, every country has its own different problems. So one universal policy isn't going to fix everything. But what do you think would be the most positive thing you could do worldwide if you were to implement like one policy? I do free language lessons because I think a lot of the issues. Is with people not being able to understand each other, like different cultures are um, I mean, like scary and yeah, foreign o- o- because you can't understand them. Obviously, In- ignoring the fact that like some countries don't even get education. Like, let's just assume. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, like is a magic genie wish that means everyone could have this. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. Like, if you can understand another, per- like if you can understand another language and you can understand another person's way of thinking, it removes a lot of that like animosity between languages because you can understand someone. Um, that whole there's like a saying that's like don't marry someone that speaks your language so you don't have to spend your life translating your soul i think that's wrong i think marry someone with with the nazi stuff suddenly sorry (laughs) you asked me a deep question Uh, yes but yeah we're supposed to keep this lighting christmas in we've got on to boris johnson and jeremy corbyn fairly quickly Uh, Um, other party leaders are available joe swinson i want to finish my sentence caroline lucas nicola sturgeon let me finish my sentence nigel farage um don't marry someone that speaks the same language. Marry someone that speaks a different language and then learn a new language. Learn a new soul. You interrupted me because I stopped you. Yeah, <laughs> I was mad. Okay, yeah. I didn't finish it. Right, no, didn't make sense if I didn't I, finish I, it. I apologise. should do fucking mansplaining. Oh. My leg's gone numb and I've got carpal tunnel. Oh my God. <laughs> what a tragic life you have. So yeah, so by the time this goes out, we'll know who um, our overlord of the United Kingdom is. Um, and we should, in theory, then know what's kind of happening with Brexit by then. Because obviously, still kind of up in the... I mean, there is still technically a possibility of it not happening if Labour get in and... Oh, I really wish it wouldn't. I really, 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 really... This is literally going to be two liberally young Ramonas talking about Brexit. But yeah, no, I mean, I really wish it didn't happen as well. It just makes... It like really embarrasses me to be from this country. Yeah, but even before Brexit. Like, not to go on a whole anti-British rant here, but like... No, the I weird am, colonialist mindset that people still have, almost, of like, this... Im- empire of britain kind of train of thought like we're the fourth richest nation in the world we're so powerful blah 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 it's like britain is tiny like tiny we are a small boy we are a itty bitty boy (laughs) we're not a mississippi boy we're not not an inner city boy boy. no um 
We're not a pretty boy with a bow tie. No, Britain isn't. If Britain, if if countries were people, Britain would be Napoleon. <laughs> it would be the short. We and... can't be. We can't be the French man. <laughs> we would yes. be an English person. Exactly? We'd not... be Churchill. I mean, yeah. To be fair, uh, like we would, we'll be the short, angry, red Power faced, hungry, racist. Yeah. Well, um, is Britain racist? I said. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry. How do you think the Brexit campaign was actually won? Clearly, no one cares enough about the NHS if Boris Johnson is still winning in debates. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that just because he, he's probably convinced and might genuinely believe himself that his plans for it. But anyway, let's move. We're getting onto board like political policy here, and this could, this could be a whole podcast in and of itself. But yeah, ultimately, cr- Christmas as well as all the presents will bring us. Hopefully, a st- in Theresa May's words, Theresa May's words, a Sealed strong and in which sec- we can run <laughs> <laughs> naked. Funnily fun enough, that's not where I was going with it. Weird. I, I, I was going with strong and stable government, but yeah, no, an old naked lady running through a field that'll do. Also, that's slander. She never ran naked. We can just. Oh, you didn't commit any slander against ever. Boris. I thought you were going to do some Boris slander. Just make up some shit about Boris for a minute. Let's just do this. This is a segment Boris we're going to call... Boris almost certainly also faced up to pig. I'm not being funny. This is a segment we're going to call... Boris slander. Fuck Boris. Okay, this is a segment we're going to call... Fuck Boris. The Boris Johnson slander segment. Go, Jeff. You go first. You get I'm, points for the best slander. I am nearly 100% that Boris Johnson joined in with David Cameron face fucking a pig. I reckon it was in his, in his bum hole or in his mouth, unsure which, but he's not free of that. Like, he's really not. He was like, yeah, I'll watch David Cameron do it in the newspaper. And I was like, why would you admit that, dude? I've heard that Boris Johnson likes to stick his finger up babies' noses and wipe their bogeys in their eyes and then lick them. The eyes or the bogeys? The eyes with the bogeys in. Interesting. Yeah, I've heard that. Have you heard that? I've not heard that. I've heard that. I'd be willing to agree. I've heard that. Yeah. I think that's true. That's definitely a thing that I've heard. I think the real reason his hair always looks like shit is because he actually is the scarecrow with no heart or brain from The Wizard of Oz. He's just been made human like Pinocchio. Mm. Unfortunately. I've heard that. Unfortunately, his nose doesn't grow when he lies. Otherwise, it would be around the whole world. Yeah, like a dog's tail. They had it cut off at a young age because they realised this was just going to get out of hand too quickly. Um, one, one last bit of slander from you, Jess. Um, Boris Johnson has a small willy. Yeah, that'll do. Right, that's <laughs> the end of the slander Boris Johnson segment. Uh, do we need for balance to slander Jeremy Corbyn a little bit? No, he's my man. <laughs> I'll, I'll slander him. I've heard that Jeremy Corbyn likes to... I've heard that Jeremy so, Corbyn had sex with Diane Abbott. I think that's actually true. I know, but it's this genuine <laughs> um, slander seal. <laughs> I've, I've heard that Jeremy Corbyn likes to go to rich people's front gardens and dig up their plants and replace it with decapitated Barbie dolls that say austerity on the back of them and then bury them. I've heard that he does that. And he also takes the Barbie dolls of like little children and that's what he uses. And watches them cry through the window. And then, do you know what? Even worse than that... I feel like you hate Jeremy Corbyn more than Johnson. He just he tickles his balls while he does it. He doesn't need to tickle them. He doesn't have any. Oh. He's got no balls. He's got none. He couldn't even be like, hey, Boris Johnson, shut the fuck up. Stop being a bitch to me. Like, come on, Jezza. Uh, do you want to commit some slander about Joe Swinson? Cause, oh, I think she's doing a good enough job of that herself. Yeah, yeah. Right. Good uh, job, Joe. Okay, right. So moving away from politics, because let's get back into this... Let's remember where we are. Oh, I've got a hole in my sock. 
That's not where we are. Let's remember, it's December. We're in Dan's room. He's a llama, there's a llama, and um, another little llama. llama. Funny llama, fuzzy llama, 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 duck. I want to redo that, but with the lyrics. We'll, we'll get to that. The llama song. You can get to that in a second. And remembering where we are, Jess, we're going to go back to the Christmas spirit. Away from politics, away from news, away from the harsh reality, existential realities that we're all going to die. Let's go back to Christmas. And in the Christmas season, and jolly, happy, funny things, I think you have something to read for us. Huh? <laughs> in the Christmas spirit, Jess. Yeah, okay. You have something to read. <laughs> she's just she's just getting it up. She forgot she forgot what it was she had to read, she's found it now. No, I haven't, it's the wrong song. Oh never mind. But you okay. you are going to be doing a dramatic rendition of a Christmas well, of a of a of a classic, I think it's fair to say, yeah. Here's a llama, there's a llama, and another little llama. Fuzzy llama, funny llama, llama llama duck. Llama llama cheesecake llama, tablet brick potato llama, llama llama mushroom llama, llama llama duck. Dork. I was once a tree house, I lived in a cake, but I never saw the way the orange shaped the rake. I was only three years dead, but I told a tale, and now listen, little child, to the safety rail. Did you ever see a llama kiss a llama on the llama? Llama llama taste a llama, llama llama duck. Dork. Half a llama, twice a llama, not a llama, farm a llama, llama in a car, a llama, llama llama duck. Is that how it's sold now? Is it so old? Is it made of lemon juice? Don't know they were called. Now my song is getting ring. I'm there. <laughs> now my song is getting thin. I've run out of luck. Time for me to return out and become a duck. Dork. So that was, <laughs> that was your fantastic rendition of all oh, of llama. Is it called Fuzzy Llama? It's called the Llama Song. Oh, just the Llama Song. Uh, I apologise. Dan has yeah. a llama teddy on the side because he's actually four years old. Do you remember um, the Mariah Carey song, Why Are You So Obsessed With Me? Why are you so obsessed with me? I'm going back to the Christmas segment. Music, don't, Christmas Don't music. live in the park, Daniel. <laughs> okay. Moving on to the Christmas segment, music segment. We've had the Llama Song, which isn't really a Christmas song. What Christmas songs are up there for you as all-time classics or your all-time favourites? Um, please don't get drunk this Christmas, Daddy. Okay, can you give us a line from that for people that don't know what it is? It's by Don, John Denver. Right. Uh, no, I mean, right. Can you do a line from it? No, I will play it, though. Yeah, but I don't know if I can put that in the podcast because of copyright. You're going to have to sing over the top of it. Please don't get drunk Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. The... I don't want to see my mama cry. So that's the John Denver <laughs> song, Please Don't Get Drunk. John, if you're listening, I am available for <laughs> duets. <laughs> Please contact me on my SoundCloud. Is this life? Have a Google. I don't, I don't see what. When, um, when did he die? I don't know. I don't know how old he is. But... Um, on the topic oh, who, what's his name the, who's the person that sang like your way to beautiful girl that's why it'll never well, who is he what's his name what's his name I don't know um, he's John Denver did he's John Denver did did, um, did you have any other Christmas bangers to give us I'm the Christmas banger <laughs> that is I don't think he used it Oh, okay. I no, he used it. Yeah, he's been dead quite a while. He's yeah. been dead for as long as I've been alive. Yeah, I thought I thought he was di- died. A while. Sean Kingston. Did you hear he got into like a proper? Um, he got into an accident, like a water skiing accident. Dan's yawning. Apparently, I'm boring. As fuck. <laughs> and you lost, you lost your earpiece. That's fine. You can listen to me. I want to sit properly because my leg feels like it might fall off. I now lay down. 
So that was the John Denver Christmas song. Please don't get drunk for Christmas. Please don't drink for Christmas. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. Right, there we go. Let's talk about some of our other favourite Christmas songs. How do you feel about saying That's really nice. the word in the fairy tale of New York? You scumbag, you maggot, you cheap lousy faggot. Merry Christmas, you're right. Are you pro-faggot? You know I'm pro-faggot. Right, look, all words have a context. Everything you say has a context. So long as things aren't said maliciously, and they're said with either comedic or entertainment value intent, and they're not designed to hurt people, because any word can have an accidental offence. Yeah, but I think you have to be you have to be aware... That was loud, right? Sorry. I think you have to be aware that um, it was said in character. So I mean, like, it's not just a song where um, well, they're two yeah. nice people singing, like, Merry Christmas to each other. They hate each other. They're really yeah. mad at each other. They're horrible, horrible people. They've just said, you scumbag, you maggot. Like, I'm not being funny. And their next word is arsehole. These are not things that you say because you want someone to feel enamoured with you. But they're quite mad at each other. They're in character. They're not nice people. They're just like, ha, ah, fuck it, faggot. Like, it's not like me being like, hey, Dan, you're a faggot. Isn't this how I asked you to marry me, though? What do you mean? You scumbag, you maggot, you cheap nosy faggot. Marry, marry me. me. <laughs> <laughs> marry me, bitch. Um, yeah, so, yeah, any, anyway. We just kind of reverted to being married when you broke up with your boyfriend. Because you took me off your Facebook. And I got so upset I married a man that wasn't you. I know. It was, it and my mum called me and was like, you're in a relationship, huh? And I was like, no, mum, just got married. And she was like, why wasn't I invited? And I was like, because I'm not actually are married we, to him. Are we inviting your mum to our wedding? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my God, she'd kill me. She said this my entire life. She's like, you can do whatever you want, but if I'm not at your wedding, I'll burn the place down. And I was like, okay, I'll get married on a beach. And she was like, I don't give a shit about the environment. So... <laughs> My mother, ladies and gentlemen. I, I want to get married on the beach. I really want to get married on the beach. Mm. I like, oh, so romantic. Does Alicante have a beach? It does. Should we go get married on the beach? You have to buy me a nice ring. When you say nice, does nice equal expensive or... No, it doesn't. It just has okay. to be pretty. But it'll be pretty if it's on you. Will you engrave <laughs> Big Jess forever? How, on your wedding how, ring. how expensive would that be? Unsure. Maybe we can get an engraving kit. I thought about getting a tattooing kit off the internet, but Beth said that was a horrible idea because we would get drunk and tattoo each other's stupid things. What permanent ones or something? Yeah, like an actual oh, yeah, tattooing no, no, kit. No, no, yeah, no, 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 they're no, only no. like twenty quid off Amazon. So the thing is, if we got like some semi-permanent ones, we could definitely trick some people. But like, we went to Alicante, got drunk, and got our names tattooed on each other. Oh my god, stamp Trump! <laughs> I have to get rid of the hair. I would get, oh my god, I would get like. Dan Earlham round this finger as like a temporary one and see what my mum did I'll be like it's instead of a wedding ring I can never lose it <laughs> I'm very good at losing things to be fair you'll lose your finger like, like some sort of combined harvester accident um, isn't it didn't Tom Robinson lose it in a, a ginnery Tom Robinson yeah from To Kill a Mockingbird why are we? Oh, right. Yeah. He just lost the use of his hands. Sorry there, anyone who hasn't read To Kill a Mockingbird. Spoilers, but honestly, stop listening to podcasts and read a fucking book if you've not read To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, there's tickets coming out for the To Kill a Mockingbird. So actually, when? Yeah, when? Me and Chelsea. Oh my gosh, Daniel, you will never guess who I saw in Little. Who did you see in Little, Jess? Zach. Not really Zach, it's a code name. Ha <laughs> ha. Dan knows who I'm talking about. I do. But do you want to know an interesting story about him? Yes. Okay. So I work at a different supermarket. And... Um, Asta. 
other retailers are available. But um, yeah. I'm a big proponent of Costco. That's like a wholesaler. That's different to a. I like Costco. Yeah, but it's not the same thing. Look, anyway. But Asda doesn't give you free shit when you walk around. Asda, if you're listening, here are a set of my demands. Right. <laughs> <laughs> give Dan a pay rise. Oh, I was thinking more free shit for Jess, but... I was thinking, uh, give Dan a pay rise. Yeah, but if Dan gets a pay rise, that's more free shit for Jess, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Dan will treat you. Dan treated Jess to skew He house. did, that was nice. Support your local businesses, people. He also lied about buying me a train ticket because I did not want to do this. Yeah, anyway, look, listen. So, Zach... Applied for a job at my place yeah. as a seasonal Christmas worker yeah. and then wanted the 20th of November to the 5th of January off. What? Yeah. How does that work? And then was upset when you didn't get the job. Oh. Yeah. Back to the Christmas season. We are now going to talk about some more Christmas songs real quick because we've only talked about like two and two, one of them wasn't a Christmas song. So. Both of them were Christmas songs. The Llama song was not a Christmas song. We talked about Fairy Tale of New York. Okay, no, we did talk about Fairy Tale of New York. You are right. Suck it. Okay, so Fairy Tale New York, which is obviously one of the all-time greatest Christmas songs. What else is up there for you? Underneath the tree, Clay Clarkson. You're here, where you should be. So is falling as the carolers sing. And the same. Lord on Christmas Day. Presents, what a beautiful sight. Tell me a thing if you ain't holding me tight. You're all that I need underneath the cheese night. Did anyone tell you Some- re- <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone tell you we recorded a podcast, not an album? That was only like thirty seconds. There's a there's a mirror like directly in my eye view and it's really killing me not to look at myself. You know when dogs catch their reflection. Yes. That's what you look like right it's now. Me. I'm like No look, what, what I wanted to say so you so funny, you've picked some really shit Christmas songs. Let's talk about what about like Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree or Chuck Berry or Bing Jingle Cros- Bells. Bing Crosby. Whilst on the sub topic of Christmas songs, Jess, what is this song that you've been literally going on about all day? It's called Suck on My Cock. But it's to the tune of Jingle Bells, I think. You think? Yeah. <laughs> Suck on my cock. Da, da, da. Might be ro- No, yeah, jingle I think it is. Bell, jingle da, da. Bell, yeah. Jingle Bell, Yeah. It reminds me of... You remember when the Lonely Lion was a thing? And it was like, I just had sex. And it felt so good. That Did one, they yeah. do... Um, and I jizz in my That bags. was exactly them. Also, um, from Dick in a Box. Was it Lonely special? Island that did Teach Me How to Scream? Possible. I can't remember really know. I don't recognise that one. What was the monkey one as well? They're all, the music video, they're all dressed up as monkeys in the cage. I think that was um, I can't remember Thanks for the was. Memories by Fall Out Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was, Jess. Uh, Stroke on my, lick on my, suck on my cock. It's the first time for you, so here's what to do. Unzip me and strip me and show me you care. Don't go ripping out my pubic hair. Reach for my, grab for my, pull out my cock. You can do it with ease, just get on your knees. Start licking and slurping, my dick will get firm. Soon you will be tasting sperm. Do it right now and don't bite now. Drag your tongue across my meat. If you give me head, there's no need to spread. By now you should know a blowjob can't be beat. 
faster now, deeper now into your throat. The secret is not to choke. You listening, Beth? <laughs> Take my shaft by its pace, stuff the whole thing in your face. That's how you suck on my cock. You make my dick swell as I moan and yell. Heed the warning when I scream. Although your throat is sore, you'll have to open more to grasp your last breath before I shoot my cream. Slurp it up, lick it up, don't ever stop. Swallow every last drop. Now that you eat my meat, I'll never have to beat my meat. Thanks for stroking my, thanks for licking my, thanks for sucking my cock. Thank you for that beautiful rendition of um, Bell Rock. <laughs> I don't think this has definitely lost its family friendly rating now, if it had one. Um, but that definitely belongs up there with a the Christmas classic. I think that what's the most recent addition to your, to your Christmas playlist kind of thing? Like, What's the most newest Christmas song that you, you like listening to? Because there's obviously all the classics that are there every year, but what's like, it's rare that a song, a Christmas song at least. I quite like Santa Tell Me, the Ariana Grande one. Not heard it actually. It's, but like, it's not that great. It's just easy to listen to. That's pop though, isn't it? Mm. But then having said that, like, I mean, RuPaul. It's Christmas. Hey sis, it's, it's Christmas. Christmas. You, you crossed me, me off of your, your wish list. list. Tell Santa Claus and the missus. We don't have the best Christmas that ever existed. I actually cut my hair, did you notice? Relevant. Describe for the listeners your hair. It's very brown in Dan's lighting, which it's not normally this brown. Maybe I'll put toner in it. Okay. So, I think, in summary, Christmas music, are you a fan or not? Yes. You're a fan? Yes. I was until retail. Yeah, for you. Yeah. Feel sorry for us people. When you go around to shops, you're like, oh, it's a bit annoying having to listen to Christmas music for like half an hour whilst I shop. I'm like, your voice is more annoying. Oh, I was going to go for the more feel sorry for me because I have to listen to that for eight hours. But yeah, sure, we can just attack customers as well. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Christmas films wrapped up because you don't wash anything. Christmas music, we've sort of glossed over. Christmas memories, Jess. What's your first... Christmas memory. Um, I think I remember my dad yelling at me to get in the car on Christmas Eve because we were going away somewhere, and he was like, "Right, you're screwing everything up. Go sit in the lounge with me and my sister. Like, just sat in the lounge with Christmas hats on. Like, okay then. Yeah, okay. But I was very, very small. I think I was about three. Oh wow! But you remember that? Yeah, I think I just remember every time my dad yelled at me. <laughs> I think you need a different podcast for that. Um. We also, the funny thing is, my mum took us to America for Christmas on the year of 9-11. Oh. Yeah. Like, 2001, Christmas. she was like, it was fine, it was really cheap because no one wanted to fly. And I was like, yeah, obviously. She was like, they weren't going to try again that quickly, were they? And I was like, they could well have done. So we went to Disneyland, like Disneyland, Florida, for like two weeks over Christmas, which is obviously the most expensive time to go. The last bit of relatability you just had went out the window. What? For Christmas, my mummy took me to Disneyland, Florida. Yeah, but she also risked my life. <laughs> and if you were my child, yes, I would too. Um, Sorry, carry on, carry on. <laughs> she was like, oh, there's no one here, is there? And I was like, no, because no one wanted to fly and get murdered. Bless her. <laughs> so you got shouted out by your father and you went to Disneyland, Florida. Any other early Christmas memories? I remember the time my brother tried to convince me he could do the splits. At Christmas? Yeah. Was, yeah. There was, was like, um, you know they do the Christmas specials of Strictly? One of them had like, um, they like dropped into like a half split. My brother was like, I can do that. And he like jumped up and then tried to get into the splits on the floor and ripped his trousers. It was funny. 
Um, I think I've got a photo of it somewhere. Another time... Do you do it? Do you do swim? No, obviously not. Why Have you met not? him? The boy's got longer legs than should be humanly possible. Long legs doesn't mean you can't do the splits. Yes, but David's also very uncoordinated and kind of lazy. Uh. Love you, babe. I read this tweet that said, I would like to love anything as much as women love Lizzo. And I was like, yeah. Is it just women that love Lizzo, though? I think the gays, too. I think the men like Lizzo. Do you think? I think so. Ask a man. Now, we're going to... Just any. Pick a man, and that'll be our test uh, audience. We'll get back to you on the... um, validity of this investigation people but i think that lizzo's just a universal angel a bit like angel ashley shout out angel to angel ashley shout out to angel ashley so you've got so christmas memories you've got shouted out by your father and disneyland florida and your brother doing a half splits what about you what about me i mean christmas is like the same thing every year it's all the family coming together awkwardly like, not liking each other that much. Like, the brothers and sisters, at least. Having to be in a room together for too long. Trying to be sort of unhot, like hospitable to each other. And the only bit we're there for is the food. Like, none of us are religious. None of us want family get-togethers, but the food. Christmas, I would say, in my house is more about the food than anything. Do you think? I'd say so, in my house. The I food is banging. It's definitely about, like, spending time with my family. See, that's what it should be, I think. But it's. But I have a very small family. Yeah, see, I've got, like, big family. Like, th- I spend Christmas with my little brother, my older sister, and now her husband. Um, my mum, my nan. That's it. It's my Christmas day. Um, and unfortunately, now my sister lives in Oxford. We don't get to see her that much. Obviously, my brother appears in my life whenever he fancies it. Like, oh, Jess isn't doing anything that could be important like all of her uni work as she's told me for the last 50 minutes i'm gonna come in and sing at her until she wants me to piss off and then when she tells me to piss off i will do it louder this is what you do to people when they're busy though just <laughs> you in, in a similar vein you're like you're busy i see basically we're cut from the same cloth um you're eject despunked from the same <laughs> ball <laughs> Despunk my balls. Um, <laughs> that is my favourite phrase. So yeah, he's like a nutcase, but um, like spending time with everyone got more difficult when I left for uni, so it got more important. Um, yeah, I suppose fond- uh, absence makes the heart grow stronger. Fond- no. Fonder, I think. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Whatever. So I'll tell you the year that um, I was supposed to be coming home on Christmas Eve, um, and I got delayed, so they ordered Chinese without me. Why are you hurt by this? Uh, hang on, no, you want to. It'll be funny because no, they no, no, ordered no, 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 Chinese no, no. without me. Right, back up a bit, second, back up. You want a food store? It's going to hurt you, right? You think ordering Chinese? I can see tears in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you think ordering a Chinese without you is bad, Jess? This story is about to. The sweet and sour of the covenant is thicker than the blood of the family. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Right, <laughs> that's the tagline. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's the tagline. That's, that's fantastic. So one year, as a, as a, uh, bearing in mind how important I've just told you food is in this house at Christmas as well. So all the family here, it's just a normal Christmas here. There's brothers, sisters, aunt, mum, dad, everyone. And my sister just has like, you know, the boyfriend of the week over this time, right? Some, some random new boyfriend that none of us have ever met that we've all got to pretend like she's going to be with for the rest of her life. And mum does the Christmas dinners and she's dishing up. And her dinner goes down and 
you know, dad still goes down, the brothers dinner goes down, the sisters dinner goes down, the random boyfriend that we've never met, his dinner goes down, and everyone starts tucking in. And my other sister looks at me and goes, ha, mum's forgotten you, ha ha. I was like, yeah, ha ha. And then my mum starts tucking in, and I'm like, <coughs> mother? <laughs> and then she just looks up, I I forgot you. (laughs) To be fair, you're very forgettable. Ouch, rude. But legit, my mum did not do me a Christmas dinner, so I had to have curry that night. I don't like that you. I don't like that you're upsetting my main man, Roz. You're like defaming her in the story. Slander should be safe for politicians, Dan. (laughs) This isn't slander. And my father. (laughs) This isn't a true story. And then the next year. Mum's dishing up Christmas dinner. She sits down, tucks in, and I've not got one in front of me. And I'm like, oh, she's up, she's on, I've done, I've, done, I've done it again. I was ready to burst into tears. And then from the microwave, she pulls out my micro- my Christmas dinner that she hid from me. Just, just to watch my reaction. I love her. I hate it. I love her so much. <laughs> I hate it. I was so scared. She's I'm, the best. I was like, I've gone through this one year. I can't deal with it ever again. Um, yeah, no, that was genuinely probably the most traumatic Christmas memory I had was Christmas dinner with, without a Christmas dinner. Although I did get to do Christmas dinner curry, which was one of the nice things I've ever eaten. What's Christmas dinner curry? I just put the leftover turkey in a curry sauce and ate it. It was delicious. I think I might do that this year because mum's on holiday and, um, and I'm here. I might just do Christmas curry or gammon curry because I've never had that either. Yeah, I don't know. I want to ask mum if you can come to Sarah's with us, but the thing is like... If it were mum's, I'd be like, yeah, just come to mine and mum will cook you dinner. And she would have no issue. But my sister's a bitch. Um, I don't think that's true. You've never met my sister, have you? No. Yeah, so you wouldn't think that's true because she like... So you know how if you just hear about what's going on in my life, I sound like I could be a reasonable person? You... Okay, I don't know how you think you sound, but you do not like, sound like a reasonable Oh, tell person. me about Jess. Okay, well... She... You were like, oh, she's doing a PhD in there. She goes to this uni... Um, she's looking to do this. She's studying oh, these you mean like, like on paper you look yeah, normal? Yeah, on paper I look like really reasonable and like I've got my shit together. My sister's the opposite. In what real you, life... What does your sister do? She is a biochemist for cancer research. So we've spoken about how Christmas is about family and food and friends. The other big part of Christmas, of course, is presents. So let's talk about some of our favourites, some of our worst and some of the most embarrassing Christmas present moments. What's your first... Do you remember one of the first presents you ever got? Like, what's the first present you remember getting? No, um, this is going to make me sound really bad. My dad used to do this thing where he would buy, like, everything in sight. And I used to hate it because, like, it like it w- he would just go into, like, wherever and be like, okay, we'll have all of this. It would be, like, shit. And it would be stuff that I didn't need at all. Let's hear from our Christmas correspondent, Isabel Hasabel Ting-a-ling-a-ling. So as our Christmas correspondent, can you tell us... What your favourite Christmas memory is and your earliest Christmas present memory is and your favourite Christmas song. Okay, I can do the earliest Christmas present one. My granddad used to get us these, like, basically our life-size teddies. So he got me this dinosaur, which was as tall as me. And I was probably not that young. Probably, like, five, six. So that's a fucking big dinosaur. Um, And now my dog's quite loved it. She's just a small boy. Earliest Christmas memories. How far can I get away with dobbing in my family? Okay, so it's not a really early one, but I was still quite young. I reckon I was, like, what, 
first year of secondary school. I haven't got a very good memory. My granddad brought his girlfriend over for the first time, who was an alcoholic, and got absolutely rat-assed. And by like lunchtime on Christmas Day, she got for a couple of bottles of wine, and it was all very cheery. And everyone vacated the room. My nan was a saint. She looked after this woman all day, and then since then, it was a wasted day. All that effort, we've never seen her again. <laughs> that is the Christmas memory one. Uh, a Christmas present is the life-size dinosaur, which my granddad got me when I was really, really young. Don't worry about granddad. It's the same time of year that we're actually seeing. Um, hang on, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait hang on. A life-size dinosaur? What? Well, it's like life-size for us because we're really young. And yeah, yeah. It's like the height of me. I think, I think she means a teddy. Because dinosaurs have yeah, become extinct. Yeah, no, I think it used to make noises and stuff, but I don't think it does anymore. And now my dogs cuddle up to it and they like drag it around the house if they want a bit of attention. So, so is it something you can like sit on and ride? Is it one of those kind of things, or it's is it like? Yeah, it's like you can sit on and ride it, I guess. Okay. Ride it along alone, ride it, just okay, lose control. Lower the tone. That's what I was. Honestly. You, you remember last time we did this podcast when all of your stuff was unusable? It's my except, job. Y- yeah, <laughs> Je- honestly, you flip roles this time. Literally, Jess has been going on about stuff I cannot put in this oh, podcast okay. the entire time. Uh, Isabel, what was your favourite Christmas song? Oh, last Christmas I gave, gave you my heart, heart but the very next day you gave it away. Gave it away. This year. <laughs> oh, that's but I don't know what it's called. Is it called Last Christmas? I'm... I think it's called Last Christmas because we're from the south yeah. and not the north. Oh yeah, you're, I've noticed the accent change. I have noticed the accent change. It's only like a subtle Mrs. one. Mrs. Hewitt, her you, mother. You who said I love. bath. Bath. Yeah, I do say the bath. It's because Mrs. Hewitt, her mother, I, who I, I love. I think I have always done that Mrs. one though. I've, I've, I've yeah, noticed. I think you have always done bath. Oh. I've got a massive in the knot north. in there, guys. It really hurt. Have you oh. tried brushing it? Yeah, no, I have. I brushed all through my hair and then I just found this little bugger. Like, even if I brush my hair beforehand, once I've dried it, it still comes up with knots. Are you still using the Tangle Teaser? Because I swear I gave you one at, like, last New Year's. Does that help? Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, no, it's immense. Compared to normal brushes, oh my god. When I was a kid, brushing my hair was the most painful experience ever. But now, it's fine. But I still get (laughs) knots. That sounds like a Tangle Teaser advert. When I used to brush my hair, it was a nightmare. But thanks to the new Tangle Teaser. It's it's not even a joke. Literally, Tangle Teasers are like the best things ever. They are. I've actually got a brush version as well now, like a proper one. Have you? Yeah, one of those big ones, a paddle brush version of it. And it's it's so much better, but still, just the old fucking knot. Anyway, moving on. How's your podcast gone? We've got like we've got a thousand pounds worth of audio gear on my bed, and Jess is like laying across it. <laughs> I have carpal oh, tunnel. Has she had a drink yet? Only one. Yeah, only one. Yeah, yeah I'd keep it at that if you've got all that equipment out. Yeah, same. She makes a good point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's slate Jess. Let's bring Izzy for that session. Let's slate Jess. Yeah. Oh, I'm down for that second. I'm into it. I want to see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I'll be quiet in the corner. If you would like to add to one of our earlier segments, we did have a slate Boris Johnson and a slate Jeremy Corbyn or a oh, slander bit. She physically cannot slate Jeremy Corbyn. No, that's you not don't, even you, a joke. She's I mean, a proud Labourite. I mean, that's fine. You can you can be wrong. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But would you like to say anything like completely untrue and libelous about Boris Johnson just for the fun of it? Like, I think I said he sticks bogeys in children's eyes and licks it. I said he fucked a pig. Ah. Yeah. 
that wasn't him though, was it? No, but we're just I making shit it, up. Fine. I know that David oh, Cameron's okay. face. I actually you. believed you about the bogeys in children's movies. <laughs> I thought that was the next pig gate thing. Oh, bogey gate. That sounds disgusting. How do you even think up things like that? That is like on the like lesser vile side of my brain, is it? <laughs> can't, I literally cannot express a view without saying to what a vile human being he is, and I cannot understand how people can say he's the better of the two evils. Yeah, anyone who goes into politics shouldn't be allowed any sort of power over anyone else because you are a bad human being for even wanting it. But he's a disgusting human. I don't even understand. It actually makes me angry. I can't. I can't do it. I'm already in a bad mood. Let's talk about Christmas again because Christmas is. Yeah, we'll... Christmas. I'm at That's home on my, my own. Sisters. Your sisters. Yeah, she bought a house. I tell you. No, the no, no. Um, right before we, because we we are going to wrap the podcast up in a second because like I want to just go and eat. Can I? Can we just have you to sing a song with us, Izzy? Can we sing like we wish you a merry Christmas? Rudolph the red nose reindeer. Oh, no. Right, Rudy no. the Christmas human. Shut up. So demanding. No, we need it because we need Izzy. I don't know what you want from me. I want you to sing with uh, me and Izzy. We've got to get close together for this. Izzy. So on three, I suppose. It's like one, two, three. We wish. Then... Oh, right. Okay. Ready? Fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings no, we we're bring. We're not doing the whole thing. <laughs> Make your instructions clear. Okay, Izzy, I know it sounds like we're out of time with you, but there's delay. So you sing and just ignore us, and we'll just match. No, no, I'm, not, I'm not singing by myself. No, no, you're not. We'll, like we'll sing. We'll sing, but. Harry Wolves, don't let me down. <laughs> what about Feliz Navidad? Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad y prospero año y felicidad. No! Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad y prospero año y felicidad. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Oh my gosh. At least one of you was going for the lower bit and one of you was going for the higher. I was not gonna go for the higher bit. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Y prospero año y felicidad. I wanna wish you a merry. She gave me goosebumps, but in a nice way. That's so high. Do it like the proper Thank you for your time, Isabel. Friendship. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna sign you off the podcast now. Thank you for joining us, Isabel. I love you. Thank you. I love, love you. you. We love you, Izzy. I love you too. I love you more. I love you the most. Do you love me or Dan more? Oh, now that is tricky. It's me. It's You've not nice. spoken to Dan in forever. Yeah, it's not tricky, is it? I'm horrible. I introduced you to your boyfriend. Yeah, that is actually no fair play. I have to give Jess a lot of points for that. She is the reason. She's at fault here. I also knew you first. 
Untrue. I knew Mrs. Hewitt. Dan has known me longest. Uh, we did. We, me and Izzy shared Duke of Edinburgh together. Oh yeah, if we can get through that yes, and get through anything. Child labour. You were a bitch when we met you, if you remember, Jess. I was not a bitch. You just thought I was a you bitch. Are. Yeah, thanks. <sighs> You've definitely mellowed over time. I definitely prefer you now. I am. I've definitely mellowed. I think you discovered uh, alcohol. I think I discovered. Dick. Can you cut that little bit and send it to me so I can put it as Jess's ringtone? Yeah. Yeah, I can cut that and send it. I love you so much. Okay. I love you too. Bye. Have, have Bye, a good friend. Evening. Bye. Thank you. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye. And thank you, Izzy, for joining us there. That was Isabel, our Christmas correspondent. Thank you for joining us on the journey from Christmas past to Christmas present. Christmas and on to future. Christmas future. This has been Big Talk with Big Jess, Dan and Izzy. The Christmas special. We'll see you again in four years. Bye, friends. <laughs> when will we consummate our marriage? Hello? Can you hear me? Bows. Anal hurts less. If you have a massive schlong and it goes in your bum hole, it's going to hurt. Do you have sex with my mum? Am I your child? If you're a short person with a schlong, let us know. <laughs> I was talking to Rudar the Human about that this morning. He was like, um... Clarification, Rudar the Human is? A human named Rudar. I have many male friends. This one I'm just having sex with. Why? Send him the dick That's pics. <laughs> is that the love of my life, James? Let me on, to me on, let me hold you. Gun shut the door as well. Like, whoa. <laughs> Guess we're having sex later. Oh. <laughs> Tired. I was worrying until 5am about whether I should break up with the guy I'm seeing or not. And then when I did it, he was like, we're not breaking up. And I was like, oh, well, you could have done this earlier when I was still worrying about it. Now I've made the decision. Oh, yeah. That's it, Dan. Snorted coke and had a threesome. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Fun. Maybe it's Maybelline. Dan sucks dick. Grow some balls, Jess. I think I needed dick from like age 12, to be honest. Oh, my. Despunk my balls. Bumhole. Big dick. <laughs>